Anyhow, uh, today we're going to talk about medical science. Hot topic for this time of the. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about hand washing. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I just like everybody in this room. No, you didn't. It's the point one percent that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They say that so they can't get Yeah, yeah. Um, so why do we wash our hands? Okay. How long do you think humans have known that that's why you should wash your hands? Not long. Not long. Like for a year. No, it's been, I'm trying to think it was in 2019. Yeah, 2020. That's when we learned that we needed to wash our hands, right? <laughs> if we had only washed our hands before then, it would have all been different. Was it, was it like early 2000s, 1900s, like mid 1800s? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's like I'm going to read a passage from the book. When it was really like, huh? No. sanitation. This is my book. Do you not annotate when you read? No, I thought I thought. Oh, I thought hurt my you soul. Like, <laughs> How do you remember what you were thinking about when you have to go back? I don't. <laughs> you don't go back? Is that is that the you trick? You read the book, take an AR test, and then your teacher All right, here we go. Encyclopedia Britannica documents that in 1845, a young doctor in Vienna named Doctor. Ignaz Semmelweis was horrified at the terrible death rate of humans, uh, or women, who have gave birth in hospitals. As many as 30% died after childbirth. Right, one third. Semmelweis noted that doctors would examine the bodies of patients who died, then, without washing their hands, go straight to the next ward and examine expectant mothers. This was their normal practice because the presence of microscopic diseases was unknown. Semmelweis insisted that doctors wash their hands before each examination, and the death rate immediately dropped to 2%. From 30% to 2%, and Audrey's the winner. Bonus points for saying 1800s. <clears throat> but it's only been like less than 200 years that we figured out that we needed to wash our hands. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, I think it's disgusting. You know, yeah. Thousands and thousands of years of human history. Well, it's mostly important for doctors, right? You know, you know doctors, food prep. I know, I love this one of the doctors. Do you really? That's unique. I like this one of the doctors. I also love this one of the doctors because we have the laundry down there. And like, that, or they smell gasoline. I like the smell of gasoline, yeah. Uh, I'll give you that one. All right, uh, so how, when do you think in the Bible it told us to wash our hands? Mm, pretty close. Uh, same, same author. Let's turn to Leviticus chapter 15. Fifteen. Who wrote Leviticus? I mean, so who's the author of Genesis? Who wrote it? Who wrote it down? Moses. Moses. Yeah, so the first five books of the Bible are all authored by Moses. 
So you weren't wrong. You're just not 100% right. <laughs> All right, uh, everybody there? Leviticus chapter 15, verse 13. Whoever's first. Oh. And when he that hath an issue is cleansed of his issue, then he shall number to himself seven days for his cleansing, and wash his clothes, and bathe his flesh in running water, and shall be clean. All right. Notice how the Bible calls out running water. Uh, if Doc. Stagnant water. <laughs> grows bacteria, yes. So, uh, if doctors in the 1800s or before did wash their hands, they did so in a bowl of water, right? And they reused it. So, like, they would, <laughs> any, any bacteria that they got off of their hands when they went to the next patient, it would just come back on. You know, it was terrible. So, uh, God called out. Running water will keep you from getting sick again. That's how you be clean. And uh, <clears throat> 3,000 years before we figured it out. It's pretty cool. All right. Um, so that was hand washing in Leviticus. Um, next, we're going to do mental health. How important is mental health? Very. All right, so if I draw a, a pie graph, all right, we'll do a couple options. And we'll do, blue is like standard health, and white is mental health. Where do you think you should be? We'll do ABC. E. E. Raise your hand for A. Raise your hand for B. Raise your hand for C. B is mental health. Or, or blue is mental health, I should say. Blue is mental health. Uh, I have a reason for why I think. Okay, tell me a reason. Because. They always say like the spiritual track, or I mean the. I'm gonna count spiritual health in mental health. Okay, then I changed my answer. Because, <laughs> because they always say like you're the healthful triangle. You have you want all four. Body, parts. mind, and spirit. Yeah, yes. you want it to be even, and that's the closest to a third. Okay, <laughs> right. But this is just mental and physical that I'm counting here. So I'm counting spiritual health within mental. And so, where did, does that change your answer? Yes. Two. A. A. Okay. Yes. Like a fifty-fifty. Uh, all right. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know the answer. <laughs> I just wanted to know your opinion. Oh, I, I just wanted to know. I would say, I, you know, I have my own opinion, right? <clears throat> um. I think that the importance of mental health should be at least 50%, right? So at least the first answer, A, uh, if not a little higher. Uh, so I'm going to now give you evidence as to why I think so. We're going to turn to Proverbs, all right? I got four different verses in four different chapters. Psalms, Proverbs. 
All right, we're going to chapter 14, 15, 16, and 17. <laughs> so, Natalia, can you read Proverbs? It's right in the middle of your Bible. If you open up to the middle and then go one over. Audrey, you're going to read uh, 15, verse 30. Michael, you're going to read 16, verse 24. And next is 17, verse 22. Huh? I haven't. She was still looking. I didn't want to distract her. Okay. Uh, you're going to read 14, 30. <clears throat> you got yours? Everybody got them? Good, good, good. You don't have one. Yes. Whenever you're ready, Natalia. A sound like the life of the flesh, but envy and the rottenness of the bones. The light of the eyes of the fits the heart, and a good report makes the bones fat. Pleasant word, there is a honeycomb to speak to the soul. American heart is a medicine, but a broken spirit. All right. So Solomon is telling us here what? <clears throat> Your mental health is connected. I would say that we didn't figure that out really, like documented, until like the last 30 to 50 years. It's a pretty recent human discovery, right? It used to be like, rub some dirt on it and be fine, kind of mentality but now we're you know mental health is becoming a lot more prominent it's less taboo to talk about it uh but my the reason i say it's 50 percent or a little more is because your mental health will affect your physical health way before your physical health will affect your mental health all right <clears throat> so whether it's anxiety depression trauma or any other factors that can uh, cause uh, mental health issues. Uh, if we don't put an emphasis on mental health, uh, your physical health will start to deteriorate. Your brains will rot, or your bones will rot. Not your brains, <laughs> your bones will rot. Uh, that's a mental health issue. Um, <laughs> your bones will rot, as uh, Solomon says. So, as I said, modern medicine has only started to put an emphasis on mental health in the last 30 to 50 years. Solomon figured it out in about 1,000 B.C., right? <clears throat> so, again, another 3,000 years behind. Uh, what will modern medicine prescribe for your mental health? I mean, they say, like, therapy or... Therapy, pills. Antidepressants. <laughs> um, therapy, pills. Uh, journaling is a typical one, actually. Journaling? Yeah, because it's all about being mindful. I'm feeling sad. And understanding yourself is what they say. <laughs> um, yeah, exercise. Is it there like there was one study where it was like petting your dog and really says it in your brain? Yeah. Emotional support. So all of these things are great. All right, they all have documented uh, ways that they help, but uh, I'm not an expert, I'm not claiming to be, but I think that we all need to add uh, something else in because this is, remember I'm connecting 
mental health and spiritual health, right? We need to add God into this. That's the only way that you're going to be able to uh, deal with any mental health issues, right? Uh, and especially for me, something that helps my mental health is coming to church. Whenever I, my batteries are drained and I need a recharge, I know that I can get what I need by coming here for a service or Bible study and just spending time with my church family. That does a lot for me. However, that might not work for you. I know plenty of people who get a ton of anxiety about coming to church, uh, but that doesn't mean that God can't help you, right? You just need to come at it a different way, whether it's personal prayer or personal worship. Uh, but I strongly suggest, and in uh, my opinion, the best cure for mental health will be spending time and developing a relationship with God. Absolutely. All right. Here's our last point for today. Uh, has anybody heard of quarantine? Yes. <laughs> no. I've never heard no. of that before. No, I have no clue. No. Honestly, you mean quarantine. Quarantine? Yes. Quarantine. Uh, yeah. Something we probably all know about all too well. We're going to play the guessing game again about what time period in history do you think medical science oh, figured out wait. that quarantine was very helpful in the, to limit the spread of disease? Uh, like, <laughs> I read a verse It would have been though. very helpful there. <laughs> I read a verse about it. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the Bible telling us about it. I'm talking about when did modern, when in science figure it out? Again, I would say So quarantine practices were not used until the 17th century or the 1600s all right so a little bit <laughs> a little bit uh before when you were thinking but still it took us a long time to figure it out now we're only 2,000 years behind on this one okay uh yeah so we're, we're turning back to leviticus back to moses chapter 13 Chapter 13, verse 46. Gideon. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled, he is unclean, he shall dwell alone without the king, so his head is in Alright. So this is uh, a law that Moses is passing down about leprosy. Right? So as long as somebody has that disease, they have to be physically separate from the rest of the people in the town. All right? and I think they even had to like yell out to anybody who was approaching them, unclean! They're like, don't approach me. <laughs> they had, yeah, it was like a requirement. <laughs> don't! That's a, it was a pretty sad life, but it, it protected everybody. All right? God had a plan. God had a reason. Um, so this passage is in fact regarded as the first example of sanitary legislation in all of human history. All right? The Bible did it first. Uh, we know plenty about sanitary uh, legislation today, right? It's all over. Uh, 
imagine how different the bubonic plague would have been if they had implemented quarantine. Right? They, uh, patients who were sick or had already passed were kept in the same room as the rest of the family. <laughs> they wanted to be close to their dead. I mean, yeah, so was, that's part of the reason that it was so rampant. <laughs> Watching what? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yep. <coughs> But again, what's the point? Why are we going over all of this stuff? To show that the Bible is right and we knew it first. Right, so if the Bible is right and it knew it first, then what? What, what can we know about the Bible, is my question. That it is right. <laughs> uh, what can we know about the source of the Bible? It is a good source. It came from God. Absolutely. All right. So the Bible is divinely inspired, and that's kind of why we're going through all of this. We're trying to hit different things. Uh, you know, we're going to keep going. We're going to do more scientists, and we're going to do prophecy and history and all that stuff. Uh, but the point is, because the Bible is divinely inspired, you should absolutely listen to it. Right? Because it's going it, to, if it's true, it's a hundred percent true. Right? Because God would have kept His word safe. So that's all I have for you. Meant our uh, knowledge in the Bible, health edition. Thank you, guys. Oh.